0: Good evening and welcome, I'm your host Mr. Ramsey and this evening I have 4 true scary stories covering the deep web and even some creepy strangers lurking in your house. Before we begin though, I would just like to thank all of you who have subscribed so far. At time of recording we're only 27 away from 4,000. Anyway, without further ado, let's begin. Number 1 Nothing was taken in this story, but I'm still paranoid and anxious as fuck about my home security now. When my wife and I entered our home late one night, we opened the front door and I distinctively heard another door close somewhere in the house. I froze and looked at my wife. She heard it too. Did I forget to set the alarm or did something disable it? As we'd practiced, we backed out of the house keeping an eye on the door. I grabbed my handgun out of the truck. She began recording on her phone. I shouted a warning into the house saying that they had 15 seconds to make themselves known or else I would shoot on sight. After 20 seconds, we entered. She stayed behind me in the zones already determined safe while I checked every single room in the house. I couldn't find anything. I checked everything again. I swear to God I opened every door and checked every crevice. I know I did because I'm paranoid. We don't have a lot of stuff so there wasn't anywhere for anyone to hide. I checked the cabinets, the closets, everything. The footage clearly shows us checking every room. I checked everything and everywhere. It was late, so I set the alarm, we locked our bedroom door and went to bed. Now our front door is near the master bedroom and is actually two doors, an outside metal security door and a wooden interior door. The difference in sound could not be more distinguishable. Anyways, about two hours later, I woke up during the night. I heard the inner door open and the alarm go off, then the outer door opened. Number 2 Let me start this off by me saying that it is imperative that you stay off the dark and deep web. No matter what anyone tells you, no good can come from using it and I am about to tell you why. I was 15 at the time. I'd come home from school on a Friday afternoon ready to relax, kick back and enjoy the short break. I'd started using code about a year prior, nothing too fancy, just basic Python or Java, and was practicing it daily. Now I'd known about the dark web before this took place. I would sometimes buy weed off it, but that was the extent of it. This particular day, however, I decided to venture further and really take a look at the dark web. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the iceberg diagram representing the internet's content. For those who don't know, the surface web contains about 10% of the internet's content while the deep and dark web take up the other 90%. I was ready to see what it really helped. I heard stories about what goes on on deep web, murder and human torture, but I didn't really believe that they were all legit so I hopped on tour and began to see what I could dig up. I started off by going on a hidden wiki browsing through various websites, most of which contained illegal things such as drugs, hackers and hitmen for hire, and lots and lots of CP. I clicked on a random forum link, which took about a minute to load. I wish I could remember the name of it. It was a forum where people could pick a topic they wanted to talk about, such as politics, dealing with mental health. I noticed one of the topics was pedo forum, and I don't want to even go into detail on what I saw there. There was one particular one that caught my eye. The link was all in red, while the rest were all in black. It said "Not for the weak. Enter at your own risk." Curious as to what this was, I clicked on the link and it brought me to a forum that had only one link in the whole page. I clicked on the link and it brought me to a chat room. I realized that nobody was saying anything in it, only sending links. This set off alarms in my head because I had no idea of what because I had an idea of what was on these links. I wish I would listened to my gut feeling which was telling me to close out But you still can. However, the ignorant curious teen took over me and I started setting up some protection for myself using the code I had learned. I later realized this amateur coding I did would not protect me from these advanced people with malicious intent. I clicked on a random link and a page loaded surprisingly fast. It looked to be another chat room. I went to type hello or something, but it would not let me. I sighed and began moving my mouse to go to the previous page when a noise went off. I had received a chat. The message said, Hello, new user. I see you have found my site. Would you like to continue? I tried typing again, but I still couldn't. The next message sends chills down my back. My hands are shaking, just, just recalling it. It read no son, not the keyboard. I tried turning off my computer but of course nothing worked. Another message popped up saying, I guess I'll take that as I know that. The screen suddenly changed and a video began playing. It was a black screen but I could hear a deep male voice saying, unfortunately for you, you do not have a choice. I grabbed a sticky note and put it over my webcam and the voice in the screen said, ah, So we're playing games now huh? The video then began to change and I realised the man was taking his hand off the camera. He was a short man, maybe 5'11 but brought me no comfort. He held up a knife and said, name any body part and then for the first time noticed a cloth in the corner of the room covering something up which I could only assume to be a body. I'd had enough. I unplugged my computer and lay on the floor, panting for hours until I could finally get up. I now suffer from anxiety and won't touch computer unless I have to. Just be safe out there, guys. Number 3 I thought my house was haunted until I found this note. We moved into the house six years ago, me, my brother my sister and my mum. At first the move was going well, but then strange things started happening. Just little things, but still strange. Things disappearing, stuff being moved around, strange noises. Two months after we had moved is when things started to go wrong. In the middle of the night, you could hear whispers and footsteps, but if you went to investigate, the sound disappeared to the end of the hallway, which was a solid door. At this point, I was convinced the house was haunted. But one night, my sister came into my room crying that a scary man was in her room. I told him to hide in my bed, then I went to investigate, and as I walked to the door I heard the footsteps in the room putter away. About a year after this happened all the sounds suddenly stopped, and about two days later a foul smell was coming from the wall at the end of the hallway. I pushed on the wall and it opened like a door revealing a dead old man. We called the police and after they removed him I looked at where he was closer. There was a piece of paper on it, read Hello. If you're reading this, I'm dead. My name is Ivan. I've lived in the house 20 years. After you moved in, I made secret passageways in the walls of the home and continued to live in it. I'm sorry if I frightened you, but please understand. Sincerely, Ivan. Number 4 When I was growing up, my parents had a place on the edge of town. One side was the neighborhood and the other was the hundred acres of woods. We used to go exploring in the woods back there to kill time and build forts, you know? Typical boy stuff like that. I was probably around 13 or 14 years old at the time. We never would go too far because we were scared if something bad happened, no one could get to us quickly. As well as the fact that we never told our parents where we were or what we were up to, so they wouldn't even know where to begin look so they wouldn't even know where to begin looking. Plus, cell phones weren't extremely common back then. One day we felt extra brave, so we decided to go even deeper into the woods. Now, where we lived at the time, the best way to describe these woods were super dense with a ton of underbrush so you couldn't see out above or too far ahead of you, so it always seemed dark and very unnerving. This day it was also misty and drizzly, so it made it extra creepy to begin with. We travelled with what I would describe as maybe half a mile to a mile. Now I wasn't 100% familiar with the area as we hadn't ever gone this far, so I knew of no paths or entrances or roads leading into the woods. We picked a random spot and began cutting down smaller trees to build a fort. After a couple of hours, and being a typical narrow-minded teen, we decided to look around the immediate area for something interesting. Walked a couple of hundred yards and found a barely visible path. Of course, when you find a path, you have to follow it, right? We followed a narrow path through dense cedar trees. It winded back and forth for what seemed like an eternity. Finally, we came to a clearing and found an old two-story farmhouse, as I would describe it. The treetops loomed over the roof of the house, making it seem much darker. Now, what do you think we did? Of course we had to go inside. At this point, we were already soaked from being out in a drizzly mist. I came to the door, which was already cracked open slightly. I opened it a bit more and peered in Nothing too spectacular by any means. A few pieces of rotting furniture and trash littered the dust-covered floor. Parts of the floor were gone, and you could see into the darkness below. The whole house had a bad lean to it, so I didn't dare go upstairs, as I could have very easily fallen over. Upon further investigation, we found a few old handmade creepy dolls. The white fabric was dirty and tattered they were made from. Their button eyes had long since fallen off. The whole place just had this super eerie vibe. It was getting late in the evening by this point, so I thought we'd better go back. Left the house and started walking back on the path. 30 feet out or so I checked to see if there were any other paths or road leading to said house. Didn't see anything. As I turned to look back at the house, I swear I saw something move away from one of the second story windows as the curtain was moving ever so slightly. I figured my eyes were playing tricks on me, so I didn't think too much of it. We make it back home and the next day I told one of my close friends about the house and that I was going to take him there. He comes over and we head that way. I made sure to tell him about all the details on it during our trek there. We get to the path and are fixing to go around the last bend before the house came into view. Upon coming to the clearing, I couldn't believe my eyes. The house was completely burned to the ground. Nothing was left except the concrete risers it was sitting on. No ashes, no still smouldering embers, nothing. The ground was still wet from the previous day's precipitation. My friend looked at me in disbelief as I had been pulling his leg the entire time. I told him no, I swear, it was here yesterday. I never saw any smoke that evening, which you could have easily seen from my parents' house. Being the young curious individual I was, I had to figure out what had happened. So I walked up to where the house was and the only thing I found was one of the creepy handmade dolls sitting in the middle of where the house stood. We never went back to those woods again. I still drive by those woods on a daily basis on my way to work. Part of me wants to go back in there and see what I'll find. Thank you all for listening. On screen now is the option to subscribe, which is free, and a couple of videos I think you will really enjoy. Anyway, thanks again, and I'll hopefully catch you in the next one. Thank you.